Hey guys, George Mesa, Third Eye Edify podcast, and I'm here to bring you a short episode about something that came up in a conversation with my mom, actually, and we were talking about all kinds of stuff, and the Ben Franklin thing came up, and then I went to go look at that very famous picture of his, and I saw some striking similarities, which you may have noticed in the thumbnail, and this got me thinking about the, how I was taught about this experiment. And I'm starting to think it's more of a myth. And um, as I had described in a previous episode, he was the head of a Masonic lodge in Pennsylvania and so many other things. A typical polymath, as they're often labeled when they do lots of things astrologically, ge geometry, math, music, all these different subjects, science in general tend to be called a polymath. He certainly was one of them. And uh, he's got a big part in our history as far as we're led to believe anyway. So, kite in a thunderstorm experiment. I was relatively convinced when I was shown this at a very early age in school that kite goes in the air, he's in the middle of a thunderstorm, holds the key, feels the electricity. Now thinking back, clearly he would have been killed if the electricity the lightning had st struck him that way. But that's not the claim at all, actually. And I felt like it was grossly misrepresented when I was shown and taught this at a young age. I walked away thinking that this man discovered electricity. Now, I didn't have a book that said Ben Franklin discovered electricity. But that's how it came off. That's how it was taught. And it's just one of the many things I can mention that get taught a certain way to get certain results. Now, looking back, I certainly wouldn't expect somebody doing something as late as the 1750s to have discovered electricity. Maybe a new way to use it or new properties, but not the discovery in general. I think that's a very ancient thing. I would dare say thousands of years. I'll pull up this one picture, but I could pull up a number of pictures just like this from ancient artifacts. The rooster here on the top representing the sun, for, I assume, obvious reasons. <clears throat> this is... This looks like an electric rod of some kind. And while he's not credited with discovering electricity, uh, he certainly seems to be credited with the lightning rod. So be it. I'm fairly positive lightning rods have been used for a very long time for lots of different reasons. But it's a short one, and I'm not here to go into full detail about everything. I want to bring these things to light so you can get a chance to think about them in a certain way, in a new way, hopefully. And then please leave me a comment. Like, subscribe, of course. And let's just talk about some of the things that went into the story here. Because it sure feels like a myth to me. And um, you, you decide for yourself, but June, and they don't have a date, by the way. They say around June 10th, perhaps, 1752. And by the way, a month earlier, which I did not know, Thomas Francois Dalibard demonstrated the electrical nature of lightning in northern France. Just before this. One year later, an Estonian physicist named George Wilhelm Richman, died trying to perform 
a very similar experiment. When ball lightning, which is a phenomenon that is being very hard to prove, kind of as elusive as a UFO or a ghost, even though there's tons of modern claims of having seen it, but the cameras are never ready, and lots of eyewitness accounts, but no genuine scientific yes, this exists proof. He was trying to ground the discharge of a storm. Same thing with Ben Franklin. Killed by the ball lightning. And by the way, this guy was another polymath, the kind of guy that, even though he was born in Estonia, translates something from German into French, and he died in St. Petersburg doing... So he's in Russia. Man was all over the place. And he worked with thermodynamics at the time. And the second law of thermodynamics is certainly some point of contention lately, particularly where our atmosphere ends and where the vacuum of space begins. I've discussed it before. I'll discuss it again, but not this time around. And, um, you know, I was looking into the ball lightning thing, and I have in the past, but seeing it now, it seems even more strange, this whole story of this man dying, the way it was described and the nature of how it happened. But... Sometimes these ball lightnings, they enter your house, apparently. They either just disappear or they explode into vapor over a certain period of time. They last for a while, apparently, and then they smell like sulfur. So, of course, they were blamed on the devil. But this guy was left for dead after being struck with a red dot on his head. His shoes were exploded, blown off. Um, He had his engraver with him, which is a whole nother side story that I'm not going to get into. And he was knocked unconscious and the door was blown off its hinges. Interesting that they mentioned the red dot on the head, like the bindi. You know, you have concealed wisdom. It sounds like he was working on a lot of things and he had an accident trying to imitate Ben Franklin. It, you know, a lot of these people really do know how to perform experiments safely. And it's just a suspicious story. And I'm just being my conspiracy-minded self here, but it's it's odd. So here are the tools that Ben Franklin used. As seen here in this painting from 1816. Probably the most famous image of it. And keep in mind, he didn't write anything about it. He didn't even tell anyone he was going to do it. He just kind of told his friend, name was Peter Collins, and that was it. There was no publicity. There's no need to publish these findings, I assume. It seems odd. Much like we don't know Shakespeare's birthday, we don't know when this happened, and he didn't even bother telling anyone. I'm already relatively suspicious. And that picture, again, if you noticed what I did at the thumbnail, I'm going to have more to show about that very soon. But uh, this is worth showing. The idea of a Leyden jar, which is actually used to collect and store charge from electricity. It's a better image of it here. It was part of the deal. And I did mean to show these earlier. Images of... Richmond, dead, 
and the moment of the contact, I guess, see the ball lightning there. They're both in that very interesting pose, almost doing that Michael Jackson thing. Very interesting indeed. But here are the tools that he used. A large silk handkerchief kite, which I'm sure we all knew. A hemp string and a silk string. The hemp to get wet and the silk to prevent the electricity from conducting to his hand, I guess. A sharp length of wire, which I assume is needed for the electricity overall. A house key and the Leyden jar, which is, again, it kind of acts as a capacitor to hold a charge. And that proves that he did not claim to discover any of this stuff. Anyway, the kite picked up ambient charge, by the way. And this, it didn't get a direct strike, according to the legend here. And I do think this is myth. I really do. Um, the conversation I just had with Topher recently, which if you have not seen it, I highly suggest that you do go check it out. We discussed what happened in 9-11. There was a humongous storm right off the coast, and that ambient charge may have actually been something of the catalyst to bring two other things in and create what happened that day. Maybe. Ambient charge is now becoming more of a hot topic again, so I think it's very... I didn't realize it when I was researching this, but it came up. So I just thought I would throw that in there. And also, he called this electric fire, by the way, not electricity. Maybe that word really wasn't in use yet. But it was a theory that lightning was a form of electricity at the time. So they were trying to figure it out, I guess. And again, did he discover electricity? Did he create a lightning rod? I really don't think so. I really don't think so. I just thought it was very interesting that I learned it so differently and remember so clearly that he figured out and you know invented how to use electricity or discovered electricity. That's how it was passed off to me. Again, please let me know if that's how you remember it because I certainly do remember it that way. I want you to look at this again now through the eyes of the edified pun intended. Based on the thumbnail, I put from the Rider Waite Tarot, the Magician, and the High Priestess. Here's the Magician. And once again, Ben Franklin. Now he's not actually touching that key claimed that he used his knuckle, which may have some significance, some symbolic significance that I'm not aware of, used his knuckle to feel that there was a charge held in the key. And that's how he knew. And apparently he was in a shed, which would have been a sensible thing to do, I imagine. And here, this is clearly not what's happening. First thing to mention, one arm up, one arm down. This magician is also holding a rod you can call it a wand, whatever you want to call it. It almost looks like he's trying to grab electricity, doesn't it? It's just a coincidence, of course. And I say that sarcastically. He's wearing a red robe as well, as is Benjamin Franklin in this image. And once again, very interesting. 
What else? It's hard to say, but he has the four suits of the Minor Arcana on his table here, indicating that he's in control of all the elements. And this seems to be a man in control of the elements, does he not? And last but not least, again, since this is going to be a short one, he's holding what looks to be a scroll. It's not. I don't think it's intended to be, but the way it's folded up, it does resemble a scroll. And the High Priestess, which I'm not going to show right now, but it is in the thumbnail, is indeed holding the Torah, which appears as a scroll. And she is seated much like he is. So there's a lot to take in there. Now there's a story of Jesus passing along the keys of the kingdom of heaven to Peter. There's a, and an image on the Sistine Chapel, and all of these were done between 1481 and 1483. I think that Peter receiving the key here it looks actually what he's wearing looks more like what Ben Franklin is wearing in this image, as a matter of fact. I would call it the same outfit with different colors. So there's an interesting similarity there. And there's something else to mention about Ben Franklin in general. And maybe keys as well. The keys can be a phallic thing. And coitus can actually represent the act of a key going into the keyhole. Much like you may know from, it's half kidding, half, half not, from Ghostbusters, I am the key master. But it also is the opening up of mysteries, like a box you never opened, a Pandora's box, so to speak. And this is just like the magician opening up the major arcana at card number one. There is a card zero of the Fool, but Magician is technically number one, opening things up, getting it going. So I think there's something to be said for that. And also, I was revisiting Franklin's 13 Virtues, which are reasonable and good overall, I must say. But the 13th out of 13 is humility. Imitate Jesus and Socrates. Is he imitating Jesus here? The magician is shown with the infinity symbol above his head. Ben Franklin is relatively immortalized in our current financial reserve notes, as you may well know. And uh, I would say that he is preserved forever in the hearts and minds of everyone. Especially if you go to that wonderful indoctrination camp of school, public schooling, and you sit with the concept that maybe he figured out electricity for 20 years before you find out he absolutely did not, and that there's hardly any, rec any record of this event whatsoever, and that he himself wrote nothing about it, even though he wrote all the time, and he just happened to tell a friend that happened to tell some gazette, and the Royal Society was involved too. No, no big deal there, of course, but think about all these things. This is just one of the many ways that you are left to see the world completely differently than it is. 
to believe in myths about people that may or may not have existed the way that we are told. To make you think that something like electricity is much younger than it is, as far as the manipulation of it, of course. And you get no details or any references or ways to continue your research. You just move on to the next topic or you do a book report and you you do your best at the time and you get an A and you move on. But as I often do on this show, I'm trying to bring to light things that we are historically just lied to about. It just seems like a lie. It's not really a, oh, you know, I didn't really mean it that way. We're just trying to show you how the beauty of the early American spirit and stuff. And it's just a lie that, that demeans our culture. It actually cheapens ourselves and what we are and what we think we are and what we think we came from. No mention of him being a Freemason or what a Freemason was. Not that that means it's good or bad. It just seems to be a very important part of the conversation that was never mentioned. You have to find all of these things out yourself. It's definitely a reason I'll be homeschooling my kids. And with that, I think we'll, we'll end this short. There is more to be said about this topic, but I will have to do some more research for sure. And for now... I can't see this as having been a real event. And I don't think a lot of other people do either, as far as the research that I did and the, and the researchers that I checked out. Didn't seem like anyone was really under the impression that this ever happened. Certainly not the way it was described. And they're not even sure when the exact day was anyway. So... I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly had fun putting, slapping this one together because it was a topic that I wanted to talk about for a while. And it's funny how the tarot reveals so many things in the way that we are made to remember events like this and the artwork that depicts it, which is much more of a catalog or a record of it than any, anything else that exists. So it's worth looking back into the art. It's worth thinking about the symbology. And again, there's more to discuss here for sure. But I want to mention, as I have been, that this will be on YouTube, but I certainly will be making more and more exclusives for Rockfin. So please do find me there. There is so much content that I really think it's worth it. If not just for me, but for all the other things that are there. And there's tons of free stuff as well. You can use it just like YouTube. But I find a lot of uh, value in my membership there. And I think that anyone that has it will tell you the same. So find me on Rockfin. You can also join me on Patreon if you want to support me there. If you find value in what I'm doing. And... Once again, thank you so much, guys. I'll see you real soon.